0: Hello, welcome to the show. It's Lauren in the studio. She'll put your worries on the chopping block. Goodbye, inhibitions. It's time we got down to it. We're working through it, so let's fucking talk. Hey guys, welcome to Let's Fucking Talk. I'm Lauren. And this week, we're going to pick up a little bit where we left off. Last week, I talked about my experience with um, antidepressants and anti-anxiety medication. I will say this is not usual with my episodes, but if you have not listened to the previous episode, listen to that first before you move into this episode. Um, So... Yeah, last week was about the medications I took, and one of the side effects was um, a very rapid 25-pound weight gain. So, that's what we're going to get into today. So, 2015 was when I gained all the weight, like the end of 2015 into 2016. Um... No, it it had to have been 2016 because it was towards the end of me living in Fort Lauderdale right before I moved to Raleigh. So 2016, I just lost the weight six months ago. <laughs> I went to um, like regular medical practitioners. I went to... Uh, holistic doctors who did, like, acupuncture and vitamin B shots. I went to every fucking gym. I did every fucking diet. Um, <clears throat> I have never seen a body so resistant to fucking anything that someone tried to do. Um, and every the doctors that I went to, they all told me the same thing. Like, weight gained from medication in general... It doesn't have to be, like, a antipsychotic. Any kind of medication that causes you to w- gain weight, <clears throat> it's super hard to lose because it doesn't come from anywhere. It's, like, it's so fucking weird. Like, again, if, if today I started eating McDonald's every day and gained weight, I'd be like, oh, duh. And then I'd stop eating McDonald's, and I would likely lose weight just from that. This, this, I mean, <laughs> it was fucking horrible. And... Um, what was one of the more disheartening things that happened during my struggles with my weight, um, in the beginning of the struggles with my weight, I was still friends with someone who I'd been best friends with most of my life. Um, I've made reference to her on previous episodes, um, and she is someone who has struggled with weight for her whole life. And for all the time that I was friends with her, I was so supportive, so understanding. Um, When I would go to the gym, I would take her with me. She used to call me, like, Captain... I don't know, she used to call me something because at the gym I would be, like, not taking any excuses. Like, we fucking worked our asses off. Um, Her and I got into an incredible shape together. Like we were a team, like, I tried to lift her up with me, I, and, and when, and when she was struggling with weight, I never, there's nothing to comment about, like, first of all, I used to tell her all the time, she is literally one of the most beautiful people I've ever fucking seen, like, she wakes up in the morning, and she looks ridiculous without makeup, and you're like, oh, bitch, okay, cool, and so, like, I literally just saw this person as, like, gorgeous all the time, and she would tell me these horrible stories of, like, guys being rude to her, girls being rude to her, and I'd be like, I don't even know what the fuck they're looking at. Like, who cares if you're a little chunky? Like, and especially now that I've gained weight, lost weight, all the shit, like, if you're someone who's judging people by their body, like, get it together. Like, I'm sure there's things in your life that you can pay more attention to than what someone else's body looks like. And you sure as fuck don't ever comment on someone's body. In any form. Like, no. No. Unless someone makes it super known that they're on, like, a weight loss journey. Sure, you can say you look great. Okay. But other than that, you shouldn't even tell someone, oh, my God, you look so skinny. Because for some people, being skinny is their issue. So just, like, in general, don't comment on people's bodies. That's, like, the way to go. Anyways, so this person who literally was, like, the other half of my soul for most of my life, was fucking hype when i gained weight there's no other way to say it and i mean exactly what i'm saying she was fucking hype told me to my face she was so glad that i could finally be in her shoes and understand what she's been through as if i ever was unkind to her about her body as if i ever was deserving of that lesson i could see you saying that to someone if I had been a dick and commented on her body and, and and said, you know, why don't you just do this? Why can't you lose weight? No. If I had been that kind of asshole, okay, fine. That's your big chance to be like, ha, how's it feel? And even then, like, that behavior is fucking immature, but like, okay, I, I'll give it a pass. But for someone who's only been loving and supportive of you and never been one of the people in your life that makes you think about your body or your weight, Um, that was fucking heartbreaking to literally see joy in her eyes, like literally telling me this smiling, like so happy that we could be miserable together, that we're both unhappy with our weight now. Um, so that was really fucking disheartening and you just start to realize like all these situations in life bring out parts of people, not just weight. I mean, anything that happens in your life, that's hard. Shows you sides of people that you're like, wait, what? So whatever, blessing in disguise when people show you their true colors. And then I had other people in my life who I don't know if it was incredible acting or truly what was true, but people who were like, What weight gain? What are you talking like they acted like they were blind? And I'm like, bitch, I gained 25 pounds on four foot ten. Yeah, I I know I knew for the first time ever I wasn't being a dramatic girl who's like I can't wait. And you don't know what they're talking about. I mean like bitch, it was obvious, okay? But I had friends who again, either incredible actors or they loved me so fucking much that their eyes literally couldn't see what was true. And the person that I was dating at the time was the same way. Um, he never uh, never Treated me 1% different, made a comment, and I mean not to be, I mean obviously this is, everyone knows this, the person you're dating sees you butt ass naked, never treated me different, never said a thing. When I would comment about my weight, he'd be like, I don't know, like, okay, whatever you say. Like, so I just saw like all these people being like so kind, and then the person that I arguably loved the most was mad excited That I was now (laughs) overweight and suffering. So, back to the journey. So, literally, for three and a half years, I tried losing this weight. The only thing that worked a little bit was keto. And, I mean, with the keto diet, what I will tell you guys is... It was my favorite diet ever <laughs> because I got to eat, like, cheese and bacon. Like, it's all about fat. And you're like, oh, I could do that. <laughs> so, I literally had fun with the keto diet because I'm someone who likes to, like, cook and be creative with food. And keto has, like, so many creative ways of, like, like <laughs> my office that I worked at in Raleigh. This is when I – I did keto when I lived in Raleigh, so – 2016 2017 I used to like make the craziest shit like I made keto bagels like I don't know I had fun with it honestly and I did lose like 10 or 15 pounds um but I wasn't working out the way I should have been so like I didn't It still didn't like the way I looked like I wasn't toning up I was just like losing weight and the problem with keto is that and the problem with every diet, is that unless you're considering adopting this diet for the rest of eternity, the weight's coming back. Because if you can live your entire life without eating ever, ever eating carbs again, the keto diet would be for you. But like, I'm telling you, you better plan to stick with it for the rest of eternity. And not to mention that there is, it hasn't been around long enough, and there is Definitely a lot of argument that it's not good for you because you're consuming a lot of fat. Um, so, but it was the only thing that did help me lose a little bit of weight. But again, it it came back very quickly and like I slowly reintroduced carbs. Like I tried to do it right and no, still. So I want to talk about what actually resulted in my health eventually and This is so fucking important for anyone with body weight issues, anyone seeking to be healthy, but like, sorry, I'm always more on the side of women because (laughs) it's just, we get judged more for how we look. A guy can be an overweight potato and then it's a cute dad bod. Who's ever been like, oh, mom bod? No, 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 that's not celebrated. Like, You're either in good shape and skinny, or you're a fucking potato, if you're a woman. So, not into it. Uh, um, And I know there's a lot of body positivity movement, but that's pretty much just women supporting other women. Men don't support body positivity, for the most part. So, when I finally was able to lose weight, it was a combination of two things. It was... Um, I joined a boot camp. Uh, it's called Burn Boot Camp. Listen to me. Google Burn Boot Camp. If there's one near you, they all offer 14-day free trials. I hate to sound like a fucking crossfitter, but like I basically become a crossfitter Burn Boot Camp edition. Like I'm obsessed. And truly, if you know me personally, I'm not, I'm not that kind of person. Like, I don't get hype about any of these types of things. I don't, like, I don't, uh, like, <laughs> I'm not a cheerleader for, like, companies or or I'm just not. Um, since I was 18 years old, I've been going to gyms, LA Fitness, uh, Ufit. And for the three and a half years I was trying to lose weight, um, I will say, like, the first year I was so depressed and just felt gross and was literally embarrassed to walk into a gym that I did not work out. I just, like, let myself be what I was. Uh, but when I started to work out again, I was literally going to the gym six days a week, and I would be at the gym for at least two hours. I had my Apple Watch, I'd burn, I'd have a certain amount of calories I wanted to burn, I would sit in the sauna for 25 minutes and almost die, like, I mean... The fact that nothing was working, I was like, you're fucking kidding. Like, it's one thing if you're not trying and nothing's happening, like, no shit. But when you're doing everything, I I just have no words. I tried um, this gross-ass diet that uh, one of our personal fitness... What am I saying? Personal trainer people in my friend group made this disgusting diet where you eat uh, dried ground turkey and broccoli and that's all you eat and then you get like a couple raspberries a day that didn't make me lose weight and i'm like damn if that shit don't make you lose weight like i don't i just don't know so okay the thing that made me lose weight okay burn boot camp i'm not playing with you guys please go try it i started burn boot camp when i moved to orlando which was 2000 Mm -hmm. when did i move here 2019 okay yeah so a year ago it's been literally like exactly a year since I moved to Orlando so I started burn and when I moved to the area I was just looking for gyms in the area like I already had my ufit membership but I was like oh it might be fun to try new gyms and like gyms always offer free trials so like I was just being like a cheap girl like seeing if I could like Just try some gyms for free and then I'll go back to UFIT. Because I sure as fuck don't do boot camp classes. And I sure as fuck don't pay more than $10 a month for the gym. So I found burn boot camp. Oh, actually, I had been to a burn boot camp class in North Carolina. Because I'm telling you guys, they're everywhere. So please look it up. um, If there's one near you, there likely is one near you. Uh, My best friend Ashley has been like a burn boot camp junkie crackhead (laughs) for years and I'm like yeah okay girl you go she's also someone who runs like four miles a day so I'm like me and you are not the same I can't relate to you (laughs) so um I had gone to a class with her once when she came to visit me in North Carolina she was like there's a burn down the street please come with me It, it was fun it was a good workout but like no I'm just not into like the classes like I like to go to a gym put my headphones in lift my weights be in peace sauna chill and whatever. So when I moved to Orlando, I saw there was a burn nearby and I'm like, whatever, 14 days free. Why the fuck not? So I went to the first day and I almost fucking died. <laughs> um I have like allergy and workout induced asthma. And bitch, I was having asthma. Um they almost killed me. <laughs> it was and it happened to be like a cardio day and naturally the, the bootcamp is only forty five minutes long. That's the best fucking part. Like you can get through anything that's forty five minutes long, and it's a better workout than I would ever get in two hours at the gym. Um, and it it was it was a cardio day, and like naturally their classes are hit style. So like even on a strength day, you, your heart rates up. Um, so imagine a cardio day. I was dead bitch. So. I almost died, and for the first time ever, I'm na- I'm naturally lazy. I have always had to force myself to like go to the gym. Like I'm not the person that's like, I am the gym and I love the gym. No, like I go to the gym because I know it makes me feel good after the fact. But like I had to convince myself for three hours to get there, and it's just how I am, and it's fine. So for the first time ever. I went to a workout class, I almost lost my life, and in most cases, I'm the person who's, like, really good at making excuses and being like, that's just not right, like, I don't need to be pushed to that point, like, you know, that's not even healthy, that, whatever, you know, whatever dumb shit you tell yourself, um, and instead, I left there, and I was like, that's fucking embarrassing, because there are people who are, you know, they're on their weight loss journey, but they're they're way more overweight than you. There's people who are older than you. I'm saying like women in their 60s, okay? And they're fucking killing it in this class. And you're like, I can't breathe. What's happening over here? And it's like, for the first time ever, I left there and I was so pissed off at my performance that I was like, well, now I have to keep coming here. Because coming here is going to make me in the best shape ever. Like, if if I can get past this initial part where, like, I'm dead, so I was so motivated to go back, because I was, like, this little boot camp ass class ain't gonna get me down, like, I claim to have been working out for literally almost 10 years, and I die in a boot camp class, hell no, so I was, like, so motivated, so the 14 days came to an end, and, uh, I'm gonna be real honest with you guys, the gym is not cheap, um, if you're someone who is a has a crazy schedule or is a mom, I would say it's three times more valuable for you than it is for me, and it's already like the most valuable thing that I have in my life. But money-wise, it's more valuable for a mom or someone with like an insane schedule because like I said each class is 45 minutes, so you're not going to no gym for 2 hours like you can get a crazy workout in a short amount of time, so if your time is limited in the day, it's perfect, um, and they have complimentary child watch, um, it's just, it's just it's so good, and they have, like, a bunch of classes every day, so, you know, it's not like a one-time-a-day thing, you can choose if you're a morning person, they have it as early as 5 a.m., as late as six thirty p.m., this is not an ad for burn boot camp, I'm just obsessed, <laughs> so, Um, when the 14 days came to an end, it's so easy to say no to something because of money. Especially me. Um, to be super transparent with you guys, I have been bratty and wanted to live by myself ever since I graduated college and wanted to live in nice places. So, my money has been super tight up until recently. And... My money was tight when I moved up here. My money was tight when I signed up for this boot camp. But I promise you, I don't care what your situation is. If you think you have a unique situation, message me and I bet you will find out you don't. For a fact, the price of the gym, you are spending on things that you can very easily cut out of your life. And it just depends on what's important to you. And I was so motherfucking tired of not wanting to be inside my body, of missing events, of literally not going out with friends, of not doing things, of of literally avoiding vacations, like doing literally just becoming this fucking creep shell of a person because I was so uncomfortable with myself that I was like, I'll pay you a fucking million dollars if it means that I get in shape. So... I think the type of workout was a huge thing because it was a hit style workout. And as we all know, when you're in a group setting and people are watching you and there's a trainer talking to you, pushing you, you simply cannot, I don't care how driven, how motivated you are, you can't push yourself to the same place if you're alone in a gym. The second you start to get, if you're alone in a gym, okay, and you feel like you're close to passing out or your muscles are trembling you ain't going to keep going you're you're literally just not like your body and your brain will say excuse me please stop and you'll listen at a boot camp ain't nobody going to let you stop you can you can go slower you could take a second and breathe and get some water but like you're not stopping until this class is over and again it's fucking 45 minutes like you can go through any struggle for 45 minutes. It's nothing. So, Burn Boot Camp was a fucking huge part of it. And that place has been... I sound like such like a person that I'm not like this fucking CrossFitter. I'm so sorry. It's just who I am now, okay? Um, <laughs> but it's like all of my newest, closest friends in Orlando, I've met there. It's brought me business it's brought me friendship it's brought me happiness it's brought me like a group of friends to do stuff with like I haven't had a group of friends to do stuff with in years like I have like my single like ride or die few best friends but like I haven't been part of like a fun surprise birthday party for a good friend like I just haven't like that's just not the kind of person I am like I don't go in groups of people normally um and it happened so fucking naturally at the gym like a few of us just came together some magical way I don't know it's so good okay and <laughs> um they celebrate everyone so much at the gym like it's just so good okay I'm gonna move on from this I promise I want to talk about nutrition and eating so dieting stop it fucking stop it don't do this thing of I'm not eating carbs for a month Just cut it out stop doing that shit cuz I don't care what you do okay you cut out carbs for a month okay and then the next month when you eat them again what do you think is gonna happen Like. Things that are not sustainable, this goes for all parts of life. Anything not sustainable, get rid of it because it is literally wasting your time and it's holding back any progress you can make. Um, I've talked about this in previous episodes. My best friend, Emery. there's no one I love more, but they love to do the thing where they wake up one day violently motivated and they're like, I'm vegan and I'm only eating leaves. How long do you think that lasts? <laughs> it, I, It's impossible. It's unenjoyable. I sure as fuck wouldn't do it. Like, things that are not sustainable are not helpful. And these ups and downs that all of us do with dieting and nutrition, it, it ruins our ability to practice commitment, longevity, sustainability, um... For the last year now, I have consistently eaten healthy, and I have never said, I'm on a diet. No. I started tracking my food. And again, some people are going to listen to this and think, that's ridiculous, I'm not doing that. You're either, one, not in a place where you feel the desire to be healthier, or to feel better, or to look better, Um, or you're just not ready to take the step, and that is literally okay, everyone gets there eventually, maybe, or you live an unhealthy life, like, whatever, it's all good, Um, but tracking your food is, like, really simple, I've had friends that come to me and say, oh my god, you look great, like, what did you do finally? And I I tell them always about my fitness pal. I think it's like, besides working out, it's the number one thing that's gotten me to this point. Um, You never really know how much you're eating. Um, It's just hard to like, I think once you start tracking food, over time you can become less or more lenient with tracking because you already like kind of know your portions and you know what's better for you, what's worse for you, like, you'll start to learn, but tracking my food on My Fitness Pal, it's a fucking app, it's the easiest thing of life, you just scan a barcode, like, any fucking food you have, this thing knows the barcode, like, there is, I have never scanned something on My Fitness Pal, and it was like, I don't know what this is, the only time that I have to manually input something into a, into the app, and it could be a pain in the ass, is if I'm, eating out at a restaurant and I have to like guess or I have to like some some menus give you some kind of caloric breakdown um it just depends but tracking your food is like so eye-opening and it sounds ridiculous or it sounds like time consuming until you do it when I tell you if I combined all the time I spend tracking my food in a day it wouldn't equal three minutes. Um, My Fitness Pal, once you have it, it saves all your food and like it saves everything you've scanned. So if you go to the grocery store and you kind of usually get the same stuff, and you know, if during the weekdays you pretty much eat the same stuff, it, it gets to a point where it literally starts to recognize your breakfast and your lunch and it'll ask you, like, do you want to add yesterday's lunch to today? So, me personally, um, I do intermittent fasting, meaning I choose to eat only eight hours of the day. You can do intermittent fasting to whatever level. You could do ten hours a day. You could do less than eight hours a day if you're a champion. Um, It's just a personal choice. I don't even know a lot of the science behind it, but to me, it, like, helps control um, my emotional eating habits, um, just helps keep me on track a little bit. So I personally don't eat breakfast. I don't eat until 1pm. I just have coffee in the morning. Um, so I don't usually have like a breakfast in the app, but my lunch is almost the same every single day. So like that's super easy. I'll just swipe one button and it adds my lunch. And then for dinner, I'll usually have something different every night. Um, again, Tracking your food is so helpful. I also weigh my food, which I know everyone's going to be like, eh, it's so dramatic. Literally, if you do it, again, it takes not less than three minutes total of your entire day. So, for instance, how many of us, I I know it's true because it's like a running meme on Instagram, when you go to make pasta, you make a fucking pasta for like 42 people because you don't know the serving size. You just kind of like throw in some pasta If you have a food scale, you just put the pasta on the food scale and you can weigh out. The box says one serving is 56 grams. Okay, so you weigh the food. Now you have one serving, so you know you're not overeating. Like, it's so fucking simple. And if you're someone who's working out and tracking your protein intake, that's like the number one thing I use the app for because anyone who wants to give this a go, track your food for one day. There's people who I know who are, like, all about the gym. And they're not about tracking or, like, protein intake. And you would be shocked at how low your protein intake is if you aren't actively tracking it. And then all your gym efforts, like, you might as well just do cardio. Because you're not going to gain any muscle or strength without proper protein intake. Um, But, like, it's perfect because you can weigh, like... I have ground turkey with rice and avocado. That's like my lunch every day. And I have white rice. I'm not doing like quinoa. Like I just eat. <laughs> I, I've i made all my meals so that I enjoy them. I straight the fuck up am not a bitch who is like, I love salad. Like there's some people who are great at diets in quotes because they can eat that way. If I fucking sit here and eat, dry, unseasoned ground turkey and salad and broccoli. I'll do it for a week and then I will ingest a large pizza in under five minutes because I am an emotional eater and, like, I do have to enjoy the food I'm having. Some people are not like that. That's incredible. That's beautiful. But I would venture to say most people are more like me. So every single meal I have, I enjoy so, I make my ground turkey so that it fucking tastes good. I'm not into dry ground turkey. Um, I have white rice. I put butter in it. Mind you, I track all of this. I put the fact that I'm putting butter so that I can track it so that I'm not overdoing anything. I have my avocado. A bitch loves avocado. Um, for dinner, same thing. I have so much fun cooking, and I'm, I'm literally always eating something that I find enjoyable. And... I've become like a fucking... So I was like talking it up in my closet and I went to go check how long I've been talking because I knew it was for a long time and my recording had fucking stopped. But yes, so I track all my food. I enjoy all my food. And, you know, I, I, you know, I, I didn't do great during quarantine the first couple weeks. I'm an emotional eater and it showed. Um... But I was able to get back on track easier because I was just going back to healthy food I enjoy. Uh, healthier food. My food isn't always, like, super healthy. Sometimes for dinner I have turkey meatballs, and then I put a fucking full serving of ricotta cheese, which is surprisingly more than you would think. So, um, if I was, like, if, if the problem with when people fall off the wagon and they start eating bad Your body literally gets addicted to those bad foods. And if you're going from that to then telling yourself, to punishing yourself, and saying, I'm going to eat ground turkey and broccoli, how do you think that's going to work? How do you think your body's going to respond? Your body's going to respond by literally, incessantly craving other shit. Like, it's going to drive you fucking crazy. We've all been there where all you can think about is cookies and you're like, am I fucking good? And it's because you can't do that. You can't do that to your body. Like, everything has to be sustainable. And I think the problem with people wanting to do these dramatic diet changes is that they want to lose weight tomorrow. Okay, maybe. one of My other best friend, Daniela, we went through this together. We did. The personal trainer that she knows made us that disgusting-ass food plan. Sorry to him. He, like, he trains um fitness competition people if that's your life's work fitness competition this conversation is not for you you have to eat that way blessings to you um but for us normal people who just want to like be healthy and look like a little cute it's just not necessary and my friend daniella stuck to it way better than i did and in like literally i think two or three weeks lost 10 pounds Sustainable weight loss, it'll vary between people, okay? So I don't wanna promise anything. What I did, my sustainable weight loss was one pound a week. And yeah, when you wanna lose 10, 15, 20, 25 pounds, that sounds like, are you fucking kidding me? I have to wait that long? Time is gonna pass, anyways. And sustainable weight loss is exactly what it sounds like. It's sustainable. So, My friend went through the the diet. She lost 10 pounds. It came back immediately. And now she's eventually, she's, I think, actually looks better than she did back then. And she did it by normal eating, normal working out. She joined Burn Boot Camp also, okay? Um, It's (laughs) this, like, thing of, like, needing immediate results. It's a form of self-sabotage because you know damn fucking well it's not sustainable. So stop playing with yourself. Stop doing that. Like, sorry, but I'm not proud of you for eating broccoli for seven days straight because I know next week I'll see you eating pasta because you've been deprived and you'll go back on the same shit. So, like, I'm not impressed with your fad diet. I know how it goes. And secretly, it's just a form of self-sabotage. Self-sabotage hides itself in the funniest, cutest little ways And you have to become a fucking professional at spotting it out. Or it will get you every time. Because we are masters of excuses and masters of convincing ourselves of dumb shit. So, that's how I got to being healthy. And, um, oh, something that's really important that has to be discussed. Because I talk about it a lot with um, Emery. Um, so I know that I am capable of having really, uh, severe body dysmorphia issues. And through the last year of focusing on health, it's definitely been the best it's ever been. I've been the healthiest mentally about my body that I've ever been, um, because I can see I'm more in shape. I can run now. I am way stronger. Um, Like I have all the proof that like I'm doing better. But there are certain people that I know that I had to make a decision to distance myself from. Because their body dysmorphia issues and their obsession with food and weight is not good for me, it rubs off on me, and this is not me talking down to myself, it's like I'm a very fucking logical, factual person. These people that have these issues have insane bodies. If we're judging based on societal norms, their body is better looking than mine. Not in a mean way, not in any way, it's just what's true. But these people, I've been around them many times. When they get together, this group of friends, the first, it doesn't matter what we're doing, we could be watching TV, we could be going to a park, it doesn't matter. The first thing we talk about when the group gets together, when we all are in the same place finally, we talk about who feels that they've lost weight, who feels that they've gained weight, who feels bloated, who ate a salad? Who, oh my God, I had a pizza yesterday. I, I shit you not every single time. And I started to notice it and I was like, this is a disorder that they have. And I literally can't be around it because it takes me on my own spiral. Because then you start to do the thing where you're comparing bodies and you're like, they look like that and like, I don't look like that. And I'm not obsessing over my food. Should I be obsessing over my food? It like, it just takes me on this place. And, like, it's so fucking intolerable to be around. First of all, because I'm someone who can't stand conversation that lacks substance. <laughs> uh, so this is, like, the ultimate form of that. So it's just annoying on that part of things. But it's literally unhealthy for me. And it's unhealthy for them. Obviously, they haven't figured that out yet. And God forbid you go to dinner with this group of people. Uh, it's ridiculous they all compare what each other is eating so if one person says out loud i'm gonna get a salad the next person has to also get a salad but then they're gonna be healthier and get the dressing on the side and no chips please no chips for the table or if they have chips they're like i've had three chips and then the other one's like i've had five chips and i'm like holy then don't fucking go to dinner like it's miserable. And then I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, well, I want like a quesadilla. <laughs> like, it, it just is. F- I've never been. I've never felt like I have to think about what I'm ordering more than when I'm around this group of people. And that's, mind you, that's my own issues. Because at the end of the day, I should be able to be around whoever and whatever and not be affected. That's the dream goal for all of us, obviously. But I'm just not there. And it drives me motherfucking crazy. And at the end of the day, it's not, I'm not mad at them. I'm not, it's nothing negative towards them. I'm fucking sad for them. I can't imagine being around people you consider your best friends and not being able to eat comfortably. Like, what the fuck? When I'm around my best friends and we decide to fucking go in, and we order pizza, we do it, no one's talking about shit, about weight, about this, no, we're all just eating, and we're enjoying ourselves, and I don't know, we have to be so careful about what energy we let around us, and what we consume, not not as far as food, as far as like energy, (laughs) and if you have people like that, if you're comfortable to have a direct conversation with them, and say, hey, I can't have that around me yes definitely try that or if you have to remove yourself or tell yourself okay I'll see them when I see them but I can't uh, deliberately make plans with them I cannot go to dinner with them like the people we surround ourselves with are more important than any of us understand so This particular group I had to actively distance myself from because it drives me motherfucking crazy. It's already um, an active thing that I work on every day to not obsess over my body. And to not obsess over food. And to focus on health. And it's just too easily derailed when I'm around people who are obsessing over those things. Sage agrees. I don't know anyone who doesn't have some kind of body issue, which is so fucking sad. Um, So I hope this helps. If any of you want help with tracking your food, with food ideas, with anything, literally please message me. I'm so happy to help you. I know what it's like to not know what the fuck you're doing or to know how the fuck to do it and be at your wits end. So I'm here for you. Um, also please look up Burn Bootcamp. Even if you just do the 14-day free trial, it'll be the best 14 days of your life. Um, and truly the best thing you can do that I've done for myself that I think made the biggest difference was focusing on your health rather than a image in the mirror. Um, if you believe at all in energy and that speaking certain ways brings energy to you. Um, I can promise you that negatively obsessing over your weight and your body and your food is just going to bring you more of it. Um, So uh, focus on your, your health, your strength. Personally, I've come to terms with the fact that I am an adult woman and the idea of being 90 pounds is no longer appealing to me. Um, What's appealing to me is being healthy and being strong and without a doubt I am the healthiest and the strongest I've ever been. I am without a doubt not the skinniest I've ever been and honestly that's not even attractive to me at this point. So that's what's worked for me. Um, Everyone has their own journey and one thing I will leave you with that my friend Sarah used to tell me all the time is that just stick to your journey, your body will respond eventually. You might have to tweak stuff, you might have to try different things, but I promise you something will make your body respond. And the the biggest thing is not doing things that are not sustainable and avoiding self-sabotage. So, that's my little story about my weight gain and weight loss. Um, this is a journey that, it's it's an everyday thing, um, mentally, because just as a person and more so as a female, these are the things that we struggle with and I personally I'm still on a journey to really get to a place where I don't think about my body and what I'm eating um like in an obsessive manner and I'm getting there and I hope you get there and that's it guys we will talk soon